Greetings from the Candy Colored Studio, where life is sweeter in candy color. I'm oil painter Katrina Berg, and I'm so glad you're here. I'll be chatting with you from my Midway, Utah home, serving up a palette of support, hope, and love with a side of realness. As a mother of five, including four-year-old twins, I know too well that life is rarely easy and jolly, but savoring the sweet moments gives us the strength we need to find peace, growth, and fulfillment along our journey. Again, so happy you're here and welcome. One of the biggest questions that I get, or the one that I get the most often is, as a mother of five, how do you find time to paint? Well, I want to talk about that today, but the first thing I want to point out is that there really is no one right answer. What works for our family won't necessarily work for you and yours. What works today may not work next year or tomorrow. My hope is that as I share our experience, that your heart will reveal pieces of your personal formula. And that's kind of how I feel about everything. Okay, so no matter how many responsibilities that we have, we all make choices with our time each day. We can't possibly say yes to everything. Instead, we have to give things up. Some of my friends use studio assistants to give up some of their responsibilities. An artist bestie, Crystal Harper, pointed out that studio, studio assistants don't have to just help in the studio. Anyone that you pay, trade to cook, clean, babysit, carpool, etc. can be a studio assistant, allowing you to give up more tasks on your list, freeing up more time. My studio assistants are my husband, Carl, and kiddos, and I hope that they look at me as the same. Basically, our plan as a family is that if we all pitch in a little bit, then everyone gets to spend more time doing the things they really are passionate about. And of course, that includes the kids. This is where I'll share our system. Keep in mind that we've been developing, fine-tuning, and are continuing to find ways to improve our system. Okay, food. The big kiddos make their own breakfasts and lunches and will help me make shopping lists. Once a week, they have a night to cook dinner and do the dishes for that day. Okay, so dishes. Another thing I've given up is doing dishes each time we eat. Each day of the week, someone is in charge of dishes. They can do it throughout the day or after dinner. Doing dishes once a day instead of after each meal actually saves me quite a bit of time. As a side note, we don't have a dishwasher. Yes, we are the dishwashers, LOL. Okay, kitchen jobs. After each dinner, every family member does a kitchen job. If they aren't doing dishes for the day, they choose between clearing the table, wiping the surfaces, sweeping the floors, taking out the trash, etc. The twins, who are four now, are starting to chip in. They love vacuuming the floors, pushing in and out the chairs, and they'll bring over, um, they'll bring over dishes and take things over to the fridge. Uh, Okay, so daily chores. We call these their areas. The older kids are in charge of tidying up their area each day, which include either the living area, the entryway, the library, etc. And then I fill in by cleaning the other areas, mostly the kitchen, and then the twins will help me with extra areas where they've made a mess. And that's obviously it's a work in progress. So weekly, so we have weekly floor and bathroom jobs that coordinate with their areas. And one thing that I should point out is that we don't have a chore chart. We don't have any of this written down. This is just a system that we've developed over time and we just keep adding to the system to figure out what works and then we take things out or tweak it. 
And so sometimes the kids will get a little frustrated and they'll say, you're always changing things. But I tell them <laughs> that we change things so that they will be better for them and so that it's better for our family in general. So again, I just go in and I will just, whatever needs to be done after these things, that's what I am in charge of. So Carl and I water the plants in the house and in the greenhouse and we invite the twins and the big kids to help. And then, of course, there are things that happen outside as well. And they take turns helping Carl mow. And uh, we'll do various jobs outside just depending on what needs to be done. Okay, so one of the biggest things that helps me the very most is laundry. The big kids, um, they do their own laundry. In fact, I teach the kids as soon as possible. The twins started this year. We do it together right now. The older kids need needed help for the first few years. And although their drawers may not be perfect, it is a real time saver for me. As a side note, we don't sort their laundry. They each have a laundry basket and wash their load and put it away. Even more time saved. It sounds like a lot, but seven people all doing a little adds up to be a lot. Bonus, what we found is that the kids are becoming more independent, self-sufficient, aware of others, self-sustaining, willing to help others, confident, and capable. So the takeaway would be, what did your heart whisper to, to you as you listened to those things? Are you, feel, are you feeling overwhelmed? If you've answered yes, that's normal. I feel it too. As with any list, I'll prioritize my most needed and start there. Once I feel comfortable, I start working on another. So get on and let me know what you what you thought about while you listened to our experiences and tell me what works for you. I would love to hear what works for you. I thought I would bring, um, I've got Big Twin here with me and we're going to ask him a few questions. Hi there, buddy. How's it going? Hi, I'm doing good. So how old are you, bud? Boy. Four. And what kind of things can four-year-olds do? This is cakes. How about, how about jobs in the house? What kind of jobs do you do in your house? Uh, clean up the couch and do everything. Not the dishes anymore. Um, you may not wash the dishes, but you help. What do you do with the dishes after they dry? Mm-hmm. You, you put them away for us. Huh, don't you? So I'm cracking up because you never know what you're going to get with, with the twins, which is awesome though. So I'll bring them on here from time to time and let you know what they're doing and how things are going. Uh, going back to the laundry, Big Twin was super excited when I first started teaching them about the laundry. He would he was always there and little twin was more interested in whatever project he was working on. So he'd be working on that and big twin would come help me. And I think it's really important to like capitalize on whenever they're interested. So I really let him do their laundry for a while. And then most recently I told little twin that it was his turn to do the laundry. And (laughs) it was so funny. He was like, mom, I don't do laundry. (laughs) I was like, okay, sounds familiar. It's the same thing that he told me on Sunday. Mom, I don't sing at church and I don't talk at church. I only sing and talk at home. So he didn't go up for the primary program just in case any of you have had these kind of experiences. But anyway, so I I finally, you know, I kind of tried to lay some seeds, plant some seeds about this whole laundry thing. And then finally I told him that I needed him to help me with a secret mission. And he came up and um, started to help me and he really enjoyed it. And it was so cute because afterwards he ran and said to his big, his twin, 
his twin, he said, I cleaned the clothes. I did the laundry. And he was so excited and so happy. And it just cracked me up. And I thought, you know what? There is something about, I think one of the important things about letting them help us. It doesn't necessarily equate to a perfectly clean home. Those of you that have been to our home or seen me do videos, our house is not spotless. Um, Yeah, we have seven people living here. And I think it would be a full-time job to keep it spotless, but I feel like they, um, they have, they take pride in what they're doing. They know how to do it well. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but I feel so confident about the skills that they're learning and the feelings that they get from those, (laughs) from those skills and being, being able to do things for themselves. It's pretty amazing. When the twins were first little, we learned really quickly that it was safest to leave them with the big kids, to have the big kids babysit them. Not because um, other people in our lives were unqualified or less skilled, but because the older kids were around all the time helping me, they knew exactly what the twins needed. They knew where the diapers were. They knew where the wipes were. They knew if a twin spit up um, where the rags were that I like to use. They just knew how to keep them safe. They knew how to run the show. And so in the beginning, when we first had the twins, our oldest was eight. And so we had eight, six, and five when the twins were born. And the older, well, the boys, the older boys, they they had birthdays shortly after the twins were born. So it wasn't long before, um, like within a year, we felt comfortable just going across town and having dinner together, the two of us, or running, you know, to something really quick and letting the big kids watch them. And, you know, for 10 and 11 year olds, that was like, it was a huge, um, comfort to me to have, um, to have them be able to do that. And I think they took a lot of pride in that. Now, (laughs) speed up to later, I feel like I do have to, you know, change things up every once in a while. For example, I believe that uh, our daughter tends to be the one that kind of helps out the most. And so the boys, the older boys will take advantage of that. I'm sure nobody has experienced this before, but, um, so we, we learned for a while, you know, we would say everybody was in charge and that helped with a lot of the problems that could happen. Um, but then lately we learned that it's better to put one person in charge, one of the three older kids in charge, and then choose one of them as a backup. And that helped a ton too. So basically, you know, I think that Carl and I learned that if we would give up total, um, being in control of every situation, being willing to let each other make mistakes, being willing to make changes, being willing to let the kids take responsibility and to not expect them to be perfect either. Um, Sure enough, like there's times I come home and maybe the house isn't as clean as I want it. But you know what, when I ask them kindly, they're really so good to like just pick up the slack and, uh, and do what they know they're supposed to be doing. So again, it's a work in progress and we are not a perfect family, but I'm so grateful that I have the support system that I have. I'm so grateful that we can work together as a family to prioritize, to decide the things that we really want that we feel is most important in our lives so that we can, we can all have a chance to do those things. Um, I'd like to share with you just a little bit. I asked a couple friends, you know, what things that they give up. And I shared some of the things that Crystal talked about, about having studio assistants that don't look like traditional studio assistants. Another artist bestie that I asked 
to share is Claire Tolstrup. And I'm just going to read you what she texted me. We talked about it a little, and then she sent this text. She says, what do I give up to paint? I give up the little things, a cleaner, more organized home, fresh baked cookies when the kids walk in from school, probably cooking in general. I think we can all relate to that. (laughs) I feel like my creativity used to be spread out in different areas. I used to take time decorating for each holiday and making sure it looked just right. I planned the most creative birthday parties with decorations, crafts, food, activities, invitations that all had a common theme. I would make hair clips for my daughter. I would plan more creative outings with my children. I would host people at my home more and set a beautiful table at dinner. I used to spend more time thinking about interior design and carefully arranging rooms in my home. These are all outlets for my creativity that don't get used much anymore now that I paint. My creativity is all channeled into painting now. Deciding subjects and composition, color, value, and texture. This is where most of my creative energy goes now. I love to paint and I love creating art. And I love that I'm creating something that lasts. But I do miss those other things. Hopefully I'll find more balance in the future. But to those women who say, I wish I were creative like you, I say, you are. You just don't realize it because it's all around you. Oh my gosh, you guys. I don't know about you, but I got the chills. Thank you for sharing that, Claire. And I think it's so true. There are so many things that women do every day. You are so creative. And I hope that if you get anything out of this episode, it's number one. And that you realize um, that that you are totally creative. You're creating a beautiful environment, a beautiful home. You're creating spaces where children feel loved, where neighbors feel appreciated and supported, where, um, you know, the world is a better place because you ladies, I'm going to (laughs) cry, where you ladies are making it happen. And um, don't be afraid to follow your own journey, to listen to your heart, to let it teach you and to... um, show you exactly how to do that because it will. And thank goodness that we're all different. Thank goodness we're all doing different things because otherwise this world wouldn't be as great as it is. (laughs) I've got to go get twins some milk. Much love to all. Just a reminder that my secret sale is going on right now until Thanksgiving. And to get a link for that, you can send me your email to my email, k at katrinaberg.com. Or you can go on my website, katrinaberg.com and sign up for my email list. And I will make sure and send you the link to get to the secret sale. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving or fakesgiving as my sister calls it, who now lives in England. Um, Again, love to all.